Welcome to Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program that celebrates the tremendous talent of the thousands of people who provided news and entertainment to listeners through the only form of immediate mass media available in their homes during the American Golden Age of Radio, roughly from 1930 through the 1940s. This podcast originates from the seacoast of New Hampshire, and I am your host, John Lovering, thanking you for listening. Now let's turn back the clock and introduce the rebroadcast of this track's featured program. The Adventures of the Thin Man was basically a comedy thriller, light-hearted mystery. The series was based on a series of six films beginning in 1934. Nick's Charles, our hero, was a retired private eye who just could not stay away from murder, and he was aided by his eccentric wife, Nora. They competed with Mr. and Mrs. North, a similar series running at the same time. The Childs were the sexiest of the two series. In fact, they reached the limit that the censors at the time would allow. When Nora preened, Nick purred. And then there were the squeaky kisses. Pure radio imagery carried through dialogue and sound with no narration necessary. Les Damon and Claudia Morgan played Nick and Nora Childs. They modeled themselves after William Powell and Myrna Loy's characters in the film series. In fact, they talked so much like them, many in the audience thought it was Powell and Loy playing the roles on the radio. The series began on NBC in July of 1941, went to CBS in January of 1943, and stayed there until 1947, Then they came back to NBC until 1948, bounced over the Mutual Radio Network in 1949, and wound up the series on ABC in 1950. Claudia Morgan played the role of Nora Childs throughout the entire series, but Nick Childs was played by Les Damon, uh, Les Tremaine, David Gothard, and Joseph Curtin as the uh, last Nick. Parker Fenley was added as Nick's old friend and partner, Sheriff Ebenezer Williams of Crabtree County. Parker Fenley was the Pepperidge Farm pitchman. He was originally from Northeast Harbor, Maine, and he lived to be 96 years old, passing away in 1988. Of course, Nick and Nora had a dog, a wirehead terrier, named Aster. There were other characters with names like Dippy Danny the Pickpocket, Charlie the Creep, and Big Ears Benny. The episode you're going to hear is The Case of the Moon Murder from November 25, 1945 in a broadcast aired by the Armed Forces Radio Service. This is Heirloom Radio. My name is John Lovering. Thank you for listening. Hello, creeps. This is Private Z, once again raising the curtain in the Mystery Theater. Well, tonight we have another adventure of the Thin Man for you, a rough-and-tumble little opus called The Case of the Moon Murder. It all started one moonlight night with Nick and Nora Charles walking home from the movies. They were strolling along the Central Park side of Fifth Avenue when suddenly Nick stopped. Well, that's queer. It certainly is. I mean those two men fixing the gutter over there. Let's go over, baby. Nick, are you going to give up me on a park bench just to become a a sidewalk superintendent? No, darling, but I I was doing some sidewalk engineering at that spot this afternoon. 
I watched them dig that hole. Oh, then you're afraid these fellows can't get along without you. They had the whole thing finished this afternoon. Very satisfactorily, too. It was all ready to put the paving on. Why should they dig it up again? Maybe the night shift didn't like the hole the day shift dug. Or maybe the men just have nothing to do. Come on, darling, let's find a bench. That's right, pal. Scram. Am I disturbing you? Yeah, don't you know better than to stare at geniuses at work? I'm sorry, I didn't know you were a temperamental artist. Go on, beat it. I will not. You don't look like such a good ditch digger to me. Go on, roll your hoop or I'll paste you one. Why, Nicky, tell him I'm no hoop, I'm your wife. Listen, you Toscanini of the shovel. I'm a taxpayer and I can watch you fill up a hole if I want to. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nick, he hit you. Thanks for telling me, dear. I'd never have guessed. A big gorilla. Sock him back. Oh, darling. I don't know how I'd ever get along without your advice. Oh, good for you, darling. Right on the button. Why, Nicky's running away. And so's his pal. I knew they were cowards. We showed them. They're running to that parked car. Well, make them come back, dear. They didn't finish their hole. Uh, it's too late now. They're driving away. What? What are you picking up there, Nick? A dental bridge. Must have knocked it out of his mouth. Look down there, baby. Hmm? In the hole they were filling in. What? What? It's a man's hand. Yeah. I'm going to clear some of that dirt away. They were burying someone in the gutter. On Fifth Avenue. Yeah, that's right, baby. New York is the only city in the world where people would see that and mind their own business. Well, who is he? Well, his wallet identifies him as Patsy Tonelli. There's a curious quarter moon insignia in his lapel. I think I'll take it. It may mean something. What did he die of? Lead poisoning of the brain. You see them? Bullet holes. Yep. Murder. Don't you get it? They were going to bury him here, and in the morning the street would be sealed over and paved, and no one would discover the body. Have you any idea who killed him? Any clues? No, baby. Just a page torn from a memo pad I found in his pocket. It says, Ellsworth Gilton, 941 East 57th Street. Oh, I wish I'd had a good look at the guy I socked. I couldn't see him well in the dark. Hey, Nora, duck. Why? That car racing down the street. They're holding guns out the window. Watch it! Stay ah! down! Oh. Are you all right, darling? Yes, dear. Well, they're gone now. Why'd you scream? Uh, I just wanted to see if I was in good screaming voice. That car looked like the same one those two ditch diggers used to get away in. Oh, Nick, there's a cab. Now, let's hope it's empty. I want to get out of here. Hey, taxi! Taxi, bud? Yes, sir. Get in, dear. Where to, bud? Home. 60 Park Drive. Nick, aren't you going to investigate this? Let's mind our own business and play safe. I'll phone Inspector Gallagher from my house. Darling, look behind you. It's the huh? same car that shot at us. We're being followed. Yeah. Well, that means we can't go home. They'll find out who we are, and I'm sure they'll want to bump us off. Okay, baby, the only way to be safe now is to tackle this. Well, what'll we do? As soon as we can shake that car, we're going to see Ellsworth Gale. Driver. Oh, driver. Yeah. Take us to East 57th Street, near Lexington. Okay. Gosh, on a night like this, you'd think something exciting would happen. But nothing ever happens around here. These streets are so dead. You don't know how dead they are, pal. Ellsworth Gailton's apartment is 18B. That must be down the hall. Come on, baby. Nick, are you sure we lost that car that was following us? Well, not too sure. After I got out of that drugstore where I phoned Gallagher, I thought I saw someone following us here. 
Oh, this is 18B. I'll ring. Good evening. Good evening. I'd like to see Mr. Galton, Mr. Ellsworth Galton. And whom shall I say is calling? Mr. and Mrs. Nick Charles. Come in, please. Will you wait here, please? I'll tell Mr. Galton. Mmm, a butler and everything. It looks as though Mr. Galton's having a party. Oh, this is no party, baby. It's a slick gambling joint. Don't you see? Over there. They're playing roulette. There's a poker game. In that corner. Dice. Oh, can I play, Nick? On a night with a full moon? Oh, don't be silly, baby. If you'll come this way, please. Mr. Galton will see you in his office. Okay. Mr. Galton, Mr. and Mrs. Charles. All right, Samson. Come in, Mr. and Mrs. Charles. Well, how do you do? How do you do? Mr. Charles, you've never been here before? No. Who sponsored you? Patsy Tonelli. Tonelli. I don't believe he ever mentioned you. In fact, I know he didn't. You a friend of his? Yeah. You ever see this before? Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like some kind of insignia. Quarter moon. That's right, Mr. Gilton. You'll never guess where we found it. Of course. Patsy used to wear this. Hey, how'd you get this? Now, look, Patsy's my friend. Has anything happened to him? Yes. Well, tell me I'll do anything in the world for Patsy. Where is he? The last time I saw him, he was lying in a hole someone dug on Fifth Avenue. Patsy? He couldn't get up. He found it hard to walk when he was dead. Oh, was he murdered? Well, he had two bullet holes in his head. Uh, it's the Moon Mummers. The, the who? The Moon Mummers. It's a crazy cult that Patsy joined. That's why he wore that insignia. Tell me, is there a full moon tonight? Oh, yes, a beauty. Uh, they always kill under a full moon. <laughs> What's going on out there? Okay, Tootsies. This is a stick-up. Reach for the ceiling. Nicky, darling, a masked hold-up man. Aren't you being a little corny? Shut up. My pal's got everybody in the rest of the joint covered. So don't try any tricks. Gilton, go out of this room. Go on, out the door. All right, all right, but don't shoot. Hey, you. What are you doing there? Why ain't you got your hands up? Because I have got them up. I don't like you. Oh, that's because you're a man. All the girls like him. I don't like you either. I think I'm going to let you both have it just to show them others we mean business. Oh, go. Clean out the door. Did, did any of his bullets hit you? No, no, they went wild. Well, well, why are you locking us in here? It's safer, baby. Hey, look. Yes. There's a central fuse box in this room. We're in luck. I'm going to turn out every light in this apartment. There. Well, why'd you do that? With all that dough in there and those gunmen loose, there should be a nice riot to take their minds off of us. Yeah, there it starts. How are we going to get out of here, Nicky? Well, there's a ledge outside this window. We can crawl to the neighboring apartment. Get going, honey. We haven't any time. All right, dear. Oh, 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 this ledge is narrow. How high up are we? Eighteen stories. Move along, baby. Eighteen stories? But, Nora, hold on. What's the matter with you? You nearly slipped. I started to faint. Remind me to finish it later. You scared, baby? Me? Scared? Not at all, dear. Keep going, baby. All right. I'm... I'm coming to that open window. Shall I... I... I knock before I go in? No, dear. Just write and ask for an invitation. Go in before I start slipping again. All right. Yeah. Uh, there. Oh, well, come in, Nicky. All right. There. It's very dark in here. I know. But I can make out someone sleeping on that bed. You can see him there in the moonlight. 
Yeah. Uh, who's there? Oh, it's just us. Did we wake you? Yes, I... I was sound asleep. I'm sorry to disturb you. You're very pretty. So are you. Now you just close your eyes, put your head on the pillow, and I'll tuck you in. All right. How'd you get in here? Oh, we just slid in on a couple of moonbeams. Really? Is that possible? Uh Uh-huh. Anything can happen on the night of a full moon. So I've been told. So I've been told. How do we get out of here? The door's open that way. Thank you. Good night. Good night, dream girl. Well, Nick, where do we go from here? We're going to see Big Ears Benny. There are a couple of angles on this case I'm not sure about. Isn't it queer, darling? That man didn't seem the least bit disturbed by our coming in his window. He seemed pleased by it. Well, baby, if you walked in on a moonbeam while I was sleeping, I'd be pleased by it, too. Oh, why, Nicky, the moon's got you, Looney, too. Yeah, but I think that man's going to decide any minute that he wasn't dreaming. Help! Police! You know, what did I tell you? <laughs> Let's beat it fast. Good evening. Hello. I'm Nick Charles. This is my wife, Nora. How do you do? Mm-hmm. Pleased to meet you, I'm sure. Is uh, Big Ears Benny at home? Mm-mm. Oh, gee, what a gorgeous coat. Where'd you get it? A mamboucher. Oh, what's that, a saloon? Well, it's a sort of um, clothes saloon. Oh. <laughs> Who are you? Well, Mrs. Big Ears. Oh, gee, that's a gorgeous hunk of material. Even feels gorgeous. Uh-huh. Expensive, huh? I uh, don't want to interfere, girls, but... Uh, where is Big Ears Benny? He's spending the night in jail. Oh, you had an argument? Nah, once a month they lock him up. Oh, gee, your dress is pretty, too. Thank you. So is yours. Yeah, <laughs> only two centuries and a half. I had to squeeze the dough out of Benny like he was a wet mop through a ringer. <laughs> yes. uh, would you mind telling me why Benny's in jail? Well, tonight they got a full moon playing in the sky. Every time they got a full moon, they arrest Benny. On what charge? They run out of charges. He just goes down to the jail instead of coming home. Uh, What jail? The one at police headquarters? Well, they don't bother to take him there anymore. He checks in at the local precinct on the corner. Oh, well, thank you, Mrs. Big Ears, Benny. Mm. And uh, good night. Come, Nora. We'd better go now. All right, dear. Gee, Nora, I simply adore your clothes. Why, thank you, Mrs. Big Ears. Next time I do a strip tease, I'll uh, invite you over. There's Benny, Mr. and Mrs. Charles. Go right over. You can talk to him through the bar. Yeah, thanks, Sergeant. Come, dear. Hello, Mr. Big Ears. Nora and Nick. Hey, it's nice to see you again. Are they locking you up on a of days of full moon, too? <laughs> no, not yet, Miss Benny. We just came to see you. Well, they gave you a very nice cell. Oh, I always get it to look sweet every time I stop here. What's on your mind, Nick? What do you know about a guy named Ellsworth Galton? Uh, you're talking in my deaf ear, Nick. Does this $10 bill help your hearing? Oh, it, it makes me hear music, Nora. And when I hear music, I feel like singing. Galton is ambitious to become the number one rat in this town. 
What else does he handle besides gambling? Anything he can muscle into. He's got a mob? Yeah. He's got a permanent want ad out for evil-minded personalities. Who's Patsy Tonelli? Uh, I'll need a little more music. Will, uh, another ten help? Oh, considerably. Tonelli is a torpedo who was imported from St. Louis. He specialized in murder and torture. No one knows who imported him or who he's working for. Does this insignia mean anything to you? Uh, I'm straining my singing voice, Nick. Goggle with this ten spot. Oh, that's a big help. That there quarter moon pin is the insignia of the Moon Mummers, a wacky outfit that's really a racket. What kind? Oh, it's got something to do with the moon. A guy named Tamar Luna and his wife, Laura Luna, run it. They work out of a brownstone house at 999 East 89th Street. I'm not sure, but it smells like blackmail to me. Well, why should Tonelli be wearing this pin when he was killed? He was a member of that there cult, maybe. Do they ever murder any members of their own cult? Maybe. Them people is nuts. But it takes plenty of murdering to rub out a torpedo like Tonelli. Thanks a lot, Big Ears. Well, baby, we're going to drop in on Mr. and Mrs. Lunar. Uh, just a second, Nick. Uh, you got some influence with the cops? Uh, yes, Benny. Why? Can't you tell them that the full moon doesn't have any effect on me? I'm perfectly normal. You certainly are, Big Ears. I'm the most normal aeroplane that ever lived. Watch me fly. Mm. <laughs> there is someone at the door, Tamar. I'll answer it. Good evening. Welcome to the mansion of the moon, madame. Why, thank you. Are you Tamar Lunar? I am Tamar Lunar. Uh, well, you're just the one I want to see. Have you been having trouble with your moon, madame? How'd you know? Tamar can tell. This is Laura Lunar. Greetings. May all your moons be cloudless. Why, thank you. That's a very pretty thought. Why have you come here? Well, you see, I have a slight case of lunacy. I mean, I, I, I want to join your society. And who told you about our society? Uh, Patsy Tonelli. You know it? Oh, yes. He was a quarter moon. He was? But never real. He is on his way to becoming a half moon. What happens after he becomes a half moon? He becomes a full moon. And then? Oh, no, oh, no. Don't tell me. Let me guess. He becomes the man in the moon. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Wrong. Well, don't get sore. How did you know quarter moon Patsy Tonelli? Oh, just socially. I used to know him in St. Louis. Truly. Uh, truly. By the way, where is Patsy? If you are joining the moon mummers, you mustn't be interested in men of this earth. Are there any other kind? There are moon men. Where? On the moon. You can love only one of them. Well, aren't there any around here? Yes, my husband. Oh, that, that character? He's the only living moon man on this earth. Well, how do you do? Laura, my dear, do you think she has the 
qualities to become a member of our society. She is very pretty in an earthly sort of way. Thank you. She has a figure that uh, earth men admire. You know, I've got a feeling I'm going to like it here. Laura, shall I test her? Go right ahead, Thomas. What are you going to do? You will find out, my dear. First, I must see if you can love me. Uh, hmm? Put your arms around me. Oh, but won't your wife mind? Mind? I will criticize you if you fail to show some enthusiasm. You certainly aren't like the Earth wives. <laughs> what do they know on this juvenile Earth? It's only a few billion years old. Not on the moon. Go on, Summer. Now, I am going to kiss you. Uh, no. Yes. Oh! Laura, my dear, she has no love in her heart. I got love all over, but not for you, Moonface. I'm... No, 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 no don't! Tie her up, Laura. Don't worry, oh. Jerko. I'll tie her up like a salami. And don't you try to move our drill. The gun? Yes, where's Tonelli? Oh. Come on. We know something happened to him. You better start talking. I don't know where he is. Oh. The next one won't miss. Oh. You'd better start remembering things. What happened to him? He's dead. He's been murdered. Who are you? What's your record? I, I'm just trying to find out who murdered him. That's all. Did Gilton send you? Gilton? You know what I'm talking about. Start speaking. I don't know anymore. Okay, here's where you Tommy, get Tommy, look out behind you. What? Hey. Oh. Nicky. Hello, baby. Oh. I sneaked in the back just as I told you I would. Get up, Luna. I got your gun. Uh, be, be, be careful. Don't shoot that gun. It's loaded. I know it, pal. You're both so anxious to squeeze information out of people with a gun. I'm going to see how you like it for yourself. Who killed Tonelli? We don't know. What connection did he have with you? Uh, none whatsoever. Oh, where am I bleeding? Nowhere. But that won't happen the next time. Where does Tonelli fit into this picture? We hired uh, him. Laura, because... keep, keep quiet. You won't be quiet long. I'm going to call the police. I have nothing to hide from the police. Laura, come. Where do you think you're going? Oh, we're just going to disappear. Nick, they're going up in the air. They're going back to the moon. They're gone. Oh, nuts. Do you suppose we can call it Moonkey Shines? <laughs> <laughs> it's some stage trick, baby. These cult headquarters are always full of them. But, but they went right up in the air through the roof. Well, it's done with wires and a trapdoor in this dimly lit room, honey. They must have got away by this time. Come on, we're going to take a quick look around here, and then we're going home. <laughs> got the key to our apartment? Yeah, here it is, baby. Boy, it'll be good to get home. I'll open the door. Excuse me, bud. Do you have a match? Why, yes. Right here. Oh! Uh, Nick, is that a nice thing to do? You knocked him out for no reason at all. I knocked him out because he whistled when he talked. What? Remember? That hold-up guy at the gambling joint who tried to kill us. He whistled when he talked, too. Oh. Oh, why? Bridge work? <laughs> yes, you guessed it, baby. And look... That dental bridge I found beside that excavation on Fifth Avenue fits right in this guy's mouth. You see? What are you going to do with him, dear? Drag him into the house and make him comfortable. This case is in the bag. Hello, Charles. Oh, Mr. Galton. I've been waiting for you. I brought a few of my men along. I thought we might need them for this job. You certainly will. There's the man we found trying to bury your friend Patsy Tonelli on Fifth Avenue. We tried to get him to tell us who killed him, but he won't talk. I'll make him talk. Hello, Goofer. Hiya, boss. 
boss. Yes, you poor saps. You played right into my hands. Well, you... You mean you killed Tonelli? Yeah, I had the pleasure of doing it personally. No. Yes. But why? I told Tom Aluna I wanted a cut of that blackmailing racket he ran with his wife. So what does a dope do? He hires Tonelli to bump me off. And you killed him first? Sure. Oh, uh, you'll realize I'm telling you this only because you're gonna die, Charles. Oh, but Nat, you... Oh, cheer up, Mrs. Charles. We all gotta kick off sometimes. Just think, you'll know when. Oh, no, Mr. Galton. You're the one who's going to know when and very soon. Okay, Gallagher. You're all covered by the cops, boys. There's a dozen of them. Now, don't start any trouble, fellas. My wife just cleaned up all the blood stains in our living room. And so, Mr. Genius, give me the rest of the details. I knew that holdup in Galton's joint was a fake. It was an attempt to kill us. Well, how'd you know? Let's sit in that bench. Because Goofer got in so easily, and he forgot to frisk Galton for a gun when he ordered him out of the room. Then when Goofer turned up here, you connected him with Galton. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I knew that Tamar Lunar and his wife were innocent of the murder because they tried to torture information out of you. The police caught them? Yeah. Yeah, they were nabbed in Grand Central. They found enough material in their moon mansion to send them up for a long time on blackmail charges. Oh. Oh, Nikki, darling. I don't think Central Park ever looks so lovely at night. <laughs> Put your arm around me. Well, what's the matter? Afraid of a moon bird? Mm-mm, I'm chilly. Uh, I fell for that line once before. What happened? Nearly wrecked my life. I married the girl. Oh, is that why you can't do it now? Well, of course, baby. I'd have to marry you. Since I'm already married, well, that would be bigamy. Oh, I don't mind if you're a bigamous dear, as long as I'm both your wife. Nothing like a few murders to keep your married life a happy one. Just ask Nick and Nora. It's time once again to close the doors of the Mystery Playhouse. So until next time, this is Private Z saying good night, sleep tight. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service. <laughs>